Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, for the last few weeks, we've talked about the inactivity and then the rebirth of activity with the tropics. And that rebirth has continued not only with just one name storm, two name storms, but we've had a couple storms come and go. And now we have some areas that we continue to watch. Yes, it kind of just exploded out of nowhere. Right. And this is what we had talked about. And even you had kind of joked that, hey, it's kind of due to, you know, it's due, right? Uh, this is what it has a tendency to do. And lo and behold, guess what? It did. We have Kyle and we have Josephine. But Kyle, Kyle's, he's gone. He's done. Kyle came and went. Um, again, it was, I, I want to say maybe borderline at best. Obviously, tropical cyclone had the formation, had everything that you know we look at when it comes to tropical stuff. But man, short-lived, didn't really do much. But uh, like you said, Kyle came and went, and then now you know it's J K. So Josephine formed first, yeah. Then Kyle formed. Kyle died first, and Josephine's still out there alive and well. But she is, or he is. I think believe Josephine is a female name, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Isaias H I J. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, it alternates. By the way, it's male, female. Oh, I see. I never like picked up on that pattern. Yes. That's it's, very good. Yeah, it's male, female. So, um, so it's even. It, yes, it is. And I need to go back through and find out where was it? The names. Here we go. Uh, so, yeah, so it, it goes alphabetical and then obviously a b c d all the way through so yeah so yeah hannah was the female isaias male josephine female kyle male next one will be laura and then marco and then i am so stoked for nana i cannot wait for nana and nana will be here let's be real it's the middle of august like we're gonna get a nana right and nana you know nana wants to spoil us because that's what grandmothers do so so i'm sure bring on the cookies yep i'm sure nana will be a cat five (laughs) (laughs) Just spoiling because, us. yeah, yeah, very much spoiling <laughs> us. Uh, well, I like that Kyle formed just like right off the Carolinas, basically. Like right. Didn't come off of Africa. Didn't come out of the Gulf. Nope. It just was like, oh, hey, I'm here. Poof. Yep. Uh, Tropical Storm Kyle came and went, as you said. He His official life cycle was three days. It was Friday, August 14th, Saturday, August 15th, and then Sunday, uh, the 16th. The last final public advisory was issued very, very early this morning. It has become extra tropical, <laughs> which is fantastic. Kyle's extra. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> Kyle and Karen's are all extra in the year 2020. Right. Uh, so he will continue to... Uh, dissipate and will be basically now just an area of low pressure by Monday night. So uh, Kyle, as you said, came and went. Josephine's out there as a tropical depression. It is not forecast to strengthen at all. However, if we look at the Atlantic Basin, there are two areas that we are looking at. Uh, One is several hundred miles due east, about 700 miles of the Windward Islands. 
system is expected to move westward at 20 miles an hour during the next few days, and that fast speed is likely to limit any significant development while the system approaches the windward and southerlyward islands on Monday. <clears throat> it moves across the eastern Caribbean on Tuesday. After the time, it's expected more uh, to slow down, basically. Uh, Upper-level winds would be conducive for development during the middle to the latter part of this week. So looking at the formation chance in the next 48 hours, low 20%. Formation chance through day five, uh, significantly up now, medium to 40%. So, And the other area that we're looking at is a wave that is... Uh, Roughly, it's far eastern tropical Atlantic. It's producing a large area of cloudiness and showers. The area is forecast to move westward 15 to 20 during the next few days. Some development may be possible by the middle of the latter part of the week as environmental conditions become more conducive for the system uh, as it nears the central tropical Atlantic. But this thing is literally just off the African coast right now. Uh, chance for formation in the next two days, nothing. However, ramps up again to 40% over day five. So two areas that we are watching out in the Atlantic. Eastern Pacific, still kicking. And, I mean, there's stuff Three going on. Three areas, right? Yeah, we got 12E, 10E, and Tropical Storm Fausto. And since Tropical Storm Fausto is just out there churning, it's expected to remain as a tropical storm through Monday and then slowly dissipate as it gets into Wednesday as a depression. And then 10E is just kind of going to sit there and circle itself out, not doing anything. 12E, on the other hand, looks like it possibly will strengthen into a hurricane. So it's forecast to become a tropical storm uh, by this time tomorrow, and then by this uh, tomorrow night could be a hurricane, uh, and it's forecast to become a major hurricane. So eyes are wow. going to be on this thing. It does not currently have a uh, forecast cone that would impact anywhere uh, landfall in Mexico. However, the Baja Peninsula is going to be the closest body of actual land, and it would be off that uh, probably Wednesday morning as a major hurricane before it starts to weaken into just hurricane status on, uh, by Friday afternoon. <clears throat> Could be down to a tropical storm. So we will see what happens there. Uh, let me pull up the names for the Pacific to find out which this would become because that will become uh, where is the eastern North Pacific. So it would be Genevieve. Uh, That's pretty. Yes, it is. It is Genevieve. G-E-N-E-V-I-E-V-E. -E -E. Quickly, how many E is in Genevieve? Go. Oh, my God, 17. Yes, it, it literally <laughs> feels like it. <clears throat> so Genevieve will be, uh, there are four E's, by the way, in Genevieve. That's what I said. No. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, ooh, there could be a storm named Polo this year, or Polo, oh. probably Apollo. Um. Norbert is pretty good. Uh -huh. There's a Karina. Like yeah, yeah. I could. Yeah. Not a whole lot of not a whole lot of basic names <clears throat> on the Eastern Pacific uh go through this year. Next year though. Ooh. Next year you need to be up on your Spanish. Uh oh. Because we have Andreas, Blanca, Carlos, Dolores, Enrique, Felisa, Guillermo, Hilda, <clears throat> Ignacio, I believe it's Imina, Kevin, Linda, Marty, Nor, Olaf. Definitely not Spanish. <clears throat> Pamela, Rick, Sandra, Terry, Vivian, Waldo, Zena, York, and Zelda. Uh, I love all of those names. And that's for next Kevin. year. Yeah, that's for next year. Uh, this year, Genevieve, then Hernan, Izel, Julio, Karina, Lowell, Marie, Norbert, Odalis, I believe it is. Okay. 
Polo, Rachel, Simon, Trudy, Vance, Winnie, Xavier, Yolanda, and Zeke. So that's the... Uh, Zeke, that's nice. I hope we it? get to Zeke. That would be nice. We have a, I think we have a better chance of getting to um, Z's or the Greek alphabet with the Atlantic, just based on how busy it has been recently. And yeah. I know that I did not tweet it on ours, but I will right now. Um, there was a... I need to look at my profile because I tweeted on my personal page at Bobby Corser. Cheat plug. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, <clears throat> NWS Corpus Christi earlier today said the tropics are starting to ramp up as we approach the peak of hurricane season. If you haven't already, take some plans to review your emergency preparedness for plans. Again, you and I are weather ready nation ambassadors. This makes total mm-hmm. sense. So shout to NWS Corpus Christi, but they are not kidding. We are now, let's see here, almost to August 20th, where number of storms per 100 years, <clears throat> we've hit the 40th percentile. Wow. By the time we get to September 10th, which is the peak, we're looking at 90th percentile. So, I mean, we're in a very quick ramp up. This is kind of our time right now where we start seeing major activity and hurricanes, you know, with tropical storms, I said in the 40th percentile, just hurricanes alone, we're in the 20th percentile and that jumps up to about 50 here in the next, you know, 20 so odd days. So we are getting very close to the peak of the season. So let's, uh, let's just make sure we're doing uh, our part, please. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially with pandemic related stuff that always adds an extra layer of complication to anything. Right. So now is the time to just figure out what you're going to do. Or what you can do, because, I mean, some shelters might not be an option right now, or you might have to bring certain things, masks, whatever else. So it's just time to make sure you have all of your ducks in a row as far as all of that goes. Absolutely. And uh, as an Oregon duck, I make sure that I have my ducks in a row very frequently. So You're all about your ducks. I am all about my ducks. Go ducks. <laughs> um, speaking of sports, just side note, um, Thunder is playing Rockets in the first round. Like, are you kidding me? Yes. And Russell Westbrook might not be able to play, so we will see what happens. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Right. <laughs> no, well, they, I don't want I don't want him to be hurt, but I don't want us to be out in the first round. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. And I will say this right now. Driving home last night after the Blazers won their play-in game, which was kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie; it was, a, it was a really good basketball game. But sports radio last night was like, listen, if you're gonna throw some money around on <clears throat> betting on the NBA, apparently there's been a lot of money that has been moving. Toward the Portland Trail Blazers and the Oklahoma City Thunder as teams that possibly could make a deep run into the playoffs. Aha! Ha ha! <laughs> so just just keep <laughs> that in mi- just keep that in mind. So again, I I, I don't bet on sports, uh, and as a yeah. former employee employee of the Portland Trail Blazers and the NBA, uh, I'm not allowed to at the time. I'm still not going to because I don't I don't have money to throw around. I'm gonna spend my yeah. money on buying stickers for the show. So, if you want a sticker yes. for the B-Squared podcast, uh, let us know. We'll send one out to you. Anywho, I digress. So, yes, sports, great. I'm glad that everything is uh, back up and running. And, uh, yeah, it's going uh, to be interesting to see what happens in the playoffs. Yes, I am a little bit nervous about being up against the Rockets, but with Russell Westbrook out, I'm not so much nervous now. But, honestly, I've been hearing things that him and Harden don't really get along anyways. Right. So, so there's not a good cohesion there. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Beard's not so scary anymore. Right. 
I don't fear it. I don't. <laughs> but that brings up the question. Did you ever really fear the beard? I mean, I feared it in the sense of like, I was like, I bet it stinks. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Just because, you know, it's like it's sweaty a lot and stuff. But I'm sure it like, washes Ooh. it. Well, I know. But still, mm. I don't know. I don't really know how beards work. I don't have one, so I don't really know. They're the annoying. Things. I will tell you that right now. They're just annoying. I'm not. You have to put like fancy oil in it and stuff. And... Oh no. Okay. If you're a hipster, yes. <laughs> yeah, but don't you have to like keep it good and not let it get all dry and weird? Yes, that is very true. Now, again, I'm coming from somebody that I like to be clean shaven because I just think it itches too much. And again, that's me. That's just yeah. my personal preference. So all of you beard hipsters out there that listen to the show, please feel free to roast me right now because I'll totally take it. And that's fine. With Baby that, face Bobby, here it goes. Yeah, with that said, you know, if you want to put beard oil on, feel free. Put beard oil on. You, you do you, boo. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, it's all in the beard maintenance. I put oil in my hair sometimes. Yes, but you're also a woman and you guys do many, many things to you yourself that's what i'm trying to find you do things to yourself to make yourselves look prettier feel better and we appreciate that and smell good yes absolutely 100 percent, 100 percent. because that full-time job yep absolutely absolutely so <laughs> man we went from weather to sports to hair maintenance yeah that's great. How We're much, just an all-around everything of, kind of podcast. Speaking of, I will post this photo on our page at Weather Podcast right now because it's just hilarious. So I happened to be in the shower yesterday at the hotel where I stayed at. I took a little vacation, so I wanted to get out of town, go see some friends, do what I do, right? And I'm in the shower yesterday, and they provide... You know, soap and shampoo, as every hotel usually does. By the way, apparently the big trend right now in trendy hotels is goat milk. Goat milk soap, goat milk lotion. So shout out to all the goat farmers out there. You're keeping us uh, clean one goat milk at a time. (laughs) However, with that said, I'm in the process of washing my hair. And there was three bottles on the wall and one said shampoo, one said conditioner, one said shower gel. So I'm smart enough to know the shampoo goes in your head. The conditioner also goes on your hair. And then the shower gel is the body wash, right? Yes, very good. You win. You pass that quiz. Right, I did. Well, apparently, as I'm posting right now on our page of Weather Podcast, did you know that shampoo is for shampooing? I I didn't know. No. Yes. So apparently, wow. according to this, shampoo is for shampooing. I am mind blown. I just didn't know. <laughs> wow. Thank you for educating me today on the show. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Sometimes you really got to dumb it down for people. All right. Here we go. So I have just tweeted it on our page. Shampoo is for shampooing. Hashtag the more you know. <laughs> Hashtag life hack. Yep. Hey, we're just trying to educate the people. That's we what are. we're doing. Yeah, we're here. We're here for yous. We're here for yous. So yeah, check it out <laughs> at Weather Podcast. Shampoo is for shampooing. Hashtag the more you know. 
So for all of you who have been not using your shampoo correctly, now you know. Yes, now, now you know. And I guarantee you some of our weather friends will be like, what in the world is this? (laughs) Hashtag hacked. Nope, nope. Just wanted to share that with everybody. All right, enough (laughs) about that. With that said, so we have gone through, you know, we've talked a lot about how the tropics have, you know, like I said, has gone kind of in waves. And now that's finally heating up. It's important to remind people that, yes, we're still in a pandemic. We are still trying to figure out what's happening with COVID-19. And from all the reports that I've seen, and not just with hurricanes, but now wildfires here in the West, you know, people are still socially distancing and they're doing the proper steps it takes to, you know, be prepared. Now, if we do get faced with a hurricane and there's a chance that, you know, we could be looking at these waves that are making their way into the Caribbean and then, you know, through the central Atlantic that these storms could form. And we could be looking at, again, impacting hurricanes, impacting tropical storms. People need to evacuate. Let's just take a minute and, again, make the plans because this is what is the biggest thing right now. We don't want to make, you know, a bigger deal than it needs to be, but you need to be prepared. And with COVID yeah. happening, make sure you take an extra day or two or, you know, try and figure out what is going to happen. So. Exactly. Because like we said, that just adds another layer of complication to any situation that's going on. So that means you need to take extra time to account for that. Yep. You just have to. And, you know, again, it's not just tropical storms that we're saying. It's other things that are happening. It's wildfires, thunderstorms that cause wildfires. We're seeing a lot of it here uh, in the northwest, especially central Oregon. A lot of dry lightning storms have come through the last few days, sparked a lot of fires. So just be careful. But man, let, let's just see what happens, right? Let's just see what happens with the rest of the tropical season. We're into the heat here, and we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. But oh, I miss the days where we were complaining that the tropics weren't busy. Yeah, same. I miss the days where we were talking about the tropics, and that's it. And we weren't talking about a pandemic along with it. Right. The simpler times. That's what I miss. Right. I would much rather. I would much rather have an active tropical storm season without, you know, the pandemic on top of it. But we'll see. We will see. All right. But heat. Heat's the other story. I know that you are roasting currently in Oklahoma City. Tell me about that. Uh, Okay. Well, like, it is just, it's back. The heat, the humidity, it's back. I think it's not back for long. I think we're going to have a pattern change this week. But, like, right now, right before we start taping, and it's what? Uh, it's almost two o'clock on Sunday, central time, 91 degrees outside, 75 degree dew point, 60% humidity feels like 103. Ugh. Like that's just a big pot of death right there. <laughs> well, let me give you our current conditions to match the time. So we are, like you said, approaching two o'clock central time. We're pro- approaching noon here on the West coast. You're at what? 91 degrees. Yes. Okay. I'm sitting at 84. I'm on my way up to 100. Um, looking at the visible satellite, <laughs> there's smoke that's starting to infiltrate its way north. However, there's also a very interesting little sub-feature that is taking place. So earlier this morning, there was a line of thunderstorms. Um, I, I want to call it a, an MCS. Other people are saying it's an MVS. It's an M-something-S, okay? That blew through San Francisco, brought thunderstorms. That is now making its way north. It's just about to cross the Oregon-California border. 
Uh, SBC in their discussion had talked about it, that this could start to interact with some of the warming atmosphere, maybe spark a thunderstorm. I really hope so, because I would love to see thunder and lightning in the Portland area or at least somewhere around Western Oregon. I would love to get off work tonight at 1 a.m. and be able to go storm chasing. So fingers crossed, knock on wood, that this happens because I would love it to happen. Yes, fingers crossed for you. It's been a hot minute since I've been able to go storm chasing. However, here's the difference. My 84 on its way to 100, our humidity is at 39%. Oh, well, good for you. My dew point is at 57 degrees. So, I mean, it's relatively somewhat humid, but dew points aren't up to 70. Dew points aren't up to 60. But we also have a wind, which is helping to kind of compress and warm. So it's not too unbearable, but it will be hot today. I mean, 100 is hot regardless. Yeah, definitely it is. And, yeah, humidity or no, it is a warm, toasty day. Humidity just adds some, like miserable sprinkles on top of that yeah it, it's not fun when you feel like you step out of a shower and you're still in it not good yes <laughs> yeah. when you literally walk outside and you're like cool my body is sweating and i literally have done nothing <laughs> all i've done is shut the front door and i'm sweaty right yeah there's a reason why That's you guys fine. all have air conditioning yes because you just, it's going right now yes you just have to have it yep. speaking of how is uh clyde the weather dog Um, he's doing work right now. He is napping very hard on my couch on his OU blanket. Nice. Boomer sooner. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's a boomer boy. That's for sure. But yeah, he's sleeping. He's doing, uh, doing work. He's got a hard life. Yeah, he does. He does. I don't know how he survives it every day. Well, he's got an awesome mom. That's how. Oh, he's just my little baby boy. You take care of him. You take care of him. Even when he gets on my last nerve. Right, which he has a tendency to do. Yeah, babies, you know how they are. Yes, I do, actually. Long story. Anyways, um, <laughs> so hi again out here today, 100. We dropped to 92, then to 88, 87. Then we kind of get back into that pattern where it's in the upper 80s, and that's fine. So we might get a slight chance of showers by the time we get to Friday. We'll cover that more here in the initial forecast. But the big feature us today out here is looking at what's going to happen with possible thunderstorms. So... Let's see what happens. Fingers crossed that we might get some action because that would be fantastic. Yes. I hope you get some and I hope we get some. There's a very weird line that's coming down from the northwest that's been inching its way this way all day. And so hopefully it makes it here and we get a little bit of rain and it clears up a little of this humidity. Right. And I know you guys had thunderstorms earlier in the week. Um, Our boy DP was doing some uh, TV, which is always good. Oh, yeah. Got to make it happen. Yeah, for sure. Can't go wrong no. when DP gets on the TV. You really can't. Hey, let's see if we have any snow coverage. Is there anywhere it's snowing right now? I don't think so. Uh, there's some snow around up in the mountains, but that's it right now. Let's go up into Canada. Is there anything up there? Nope. Nothing. Well, that's a bummer. It's not snowing well, anywhere. Give it a couple months. That'll change. Yeah, it will. It will. You got to give it time. Got to give it time. Uh, ooh, ooh, I can dry, ooh, I can make boxes. This is cool. What tool is this? <laughs> ooh, all right. So there's a canyon. Are there any snow in this area? 
Are you playing with satellite imagery right now? No. So the National Operational Hydraulic Remote Sensing Station, the interactive wow. snow information. So again, we talked last week about uh, acronyms. Yes. N-O-H-R-S-C.NOAA.gov. But okay. you can I click swear on... you just said A B C D E F G H I J K dot gov. Like uh, that's yes, it. yes, <laughs> exactly. So let me let me zoom into to your neck of the woods. Okay. Um, I don't know Oklahoma zero one. You guys have a snowtail station, by the way, in Oklahoma. That makes no oh. sense to me. Hey, we get snow. Sure you do. <laughs> sure you do. <laughs> um, I have video to prove it. Uh, I, I, again, I'm sure you do. Uh, let's let's just go like that. Okay, we get flurries. Anyways, Fine. anyways, you can take this cool zoom tool and you can kind of like like go in and see a really like detailed topographical map. So oh. it's the interactive snow information survey, and you got uh, cities and things, and you can zoom in like really close, and it will give you like an actual. Wow, this is so cool! I'm gonna have to play around with this later. See what happens on B squared. We just find random stuff. You're like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. But then we share it with the people. Right. And I just found where I live. And apparently there's a mountain behind me, which I knew because I've gone up and over top of that mountain many times. Well, there you go. Yeah. So it's, you already knew way before the thing told you. Right. You're which in is the awesome. know. Which is. So apparently you can only zoom in 11.73 miles. That's fine. I don't mind. Um, but this is really cool. So you can zoom and get a high topographical uh, view of where you live. And then I'm assuming if it snows, you can click on it. It will tell you how many uh, snow water equivalent forecasts for this area. So obviously nothing because it's going to be 100 degrees today. But with that said, cool new tool. So I'm going to have to make sure I save that in my favorites. Uh, add to favorites. Beep. Boom. Done deal. Add to favorites. There we go. Cool. Mission accomplished. Yes. By the way, remember shampoo is for shampooing. Oh, okay, thank you for the reminder because yes. I'd already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna be like, "What in the world are you talking about?" So, all right, but the heat was kind of is the big story across the West right now. Also, wildfires. Um, did you happen to see what had happened in Los Angeles the last couple of days? Um, no. Is that where they had the fire tornado? Yeah, it's one of them. Yes, which was okay, awesome. So then yes, I so, did see that. You know. Small little fires pop up, Santa Ana winds kick up, any type of winds kick up, and these things explode. If you go look at the weather.gov website right now, which is the whole purview of the National Weather Service, mm -hmm. basically everything east of a line of, I'd say probably the west or the east side, I had to figure this out, the west side of the Rocky Mountains all the way to the Pacific Ocean, you're either under a heat advisory, a red flag warning, or some type of heat slash fire warning. Wow. Yeah, it is It is insane. Um, you have the same thing down in Texas where it's an excessive heat warning. Um, I know that, that doesn't necessarily extend to you guys in Oklahoma City, does it? No, you're just no. out of it. Down at Ada, it's where it is. Um, we were in it the last few days, but yeah. now it's calmed down. Yeah. By the way, that radar line does look like that's slowly building toward you. Okay. Well, it's taking its dang time because it's been doing this all day. <laughs> right. Right, yeah, your heat, your heat index is only at ninety six right now. It's okay. No big deal. No big deal. It's all good. We're all friends, right? What's yeah, a little, sure. What's a little humidity between friends? <laughs> okay, now it's getting creepy. Right. No. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, what is this? 
Did you know that there's such thing as a beach hazard statement now in effect? Um, no. So that's for what hazardous beach conditions? Yes. For Lake hmm. Michigan, on, on Lake Michigan, in Lake and Porter County shores, high wave action and dangerous swimming conditions expected. Wave heights four to six feet. Wow. On a lake. So that I understand. It could be dangerous. However, for I see four to six feet on the ocean in Oregon. I'm like, eh, choppy day. No big deal. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. A lake, that's a little bit much. Yeah. Speaking of, I was out at the Pacific Coast yesterday, and it was absolutely beautiful. I might have burned my feet walking to the actual water, but it was worth it. The sand was hot. Very. And it was only like, you know, 75 degrees, but we have a lot of crushed um, rock that's in our sand, and it is black in color. So it does, you know, attract a little bit of a retentive heat. And so the sand was quite hot. So. I know that feeling. Our sand gets hot, like on our beaches and our lakes. On your man-made lakes? Yeah, our red ones. And um, so, yeah, no, I know how that feels when the sand gets kind of toasty and then you burn the bottoms of your feet while the sun burns the top of your feet and, you know, you're living your best life at that point. And that is very true. That is very, very true. So it was nice to get out. Um, It had been a long time, so it's kind of like, I'm so glad I finally got to get out. But, you know, we talked about Hurricanes talk about the storms. We need to talk about really what I still think is going to be the biggest story of the week. And that was the derecho that moved through the Northern Plains into like the Chicago area and then into Michigan because Bonnie, this thing was impressive. Uh, it was basically just, it was all Monday, right? Yes. And this thing was awesome. Uh, shout again to the guys at SPC who nailed the forecast. So good. They did such a great job, and we did retweet the overlay. You did, especially when you tagged us in it, and then we retweeted it weather podcast. But, man, how awesome was that? And to see the videos, and the fact that this happened during the day. Again, we oh. you know we see this a lot, too, but we see it a lot at night. But to see this during the day yeah. was fantastic. The videos, the images from satellite and, and radar were just impressive. Man, I... I don't want to. I don't want to be too excited because it did a lot of damage. But man, this was really, really cool to see. It was, and it. There's a couple of things that I tweeted about it, and there's just you can they overlaid the whole radar progression next yep. to each other, so you can see how it went from a small line to a very big line. And I think it did something like how many millions of acres of cornfield damage? A lot in Iowa. So much so that there's like a GoFundMe for it right now. Yeah. And so the state of Iowa, for those of you that aren't into agriculture, and I know just a little bit about it, but not a whole lot. It's not my not my realm. Um, right. You know, we're in prime harvest season right now. And Iowa is known for their corn, and they had a lot of damage. And if you've seen some of the satellite pictures where you can actually see fields of corn completely toppled, you know, you're talking now about losing hundreds of millions of dollars in agriculture. And this is not just, you know, human consumption. This is animal feed. This is stuff that we put in everything. So yes, absolutely intense. Iowa got hit the hardest right in the heart of their corn. And it's, it was on kind of like the initial wave, right? So this thing started mm-hmm. out in South Dakota, moved through Iowa into Illinois, Indiana, portions of Michigan, extreme southern Wisconsin, and everybody felt it, but this thing moved 
770 miles in 14 hours produced widespread wind damage, numerous reports of wind gusts over 74 miles an hour, and several over 90 in central Iowa. Um, The Davenport radar was picking up 141-mile-an-hour gusts. So, yeah, and, you know, they're still trying to determine if it was one of the highest wind speeds registered on a forward uh, forward moving velocity, because that's just insane. Yeah, it's crazy. And some of the videos and pictures, like two by fours that have gone all the way through walls of houses, like into people's bedrooms. There was a picture of a lawn chair that was launched and stuck in the side of somebody's house. I mean, this is just straight line winds, this kind of damage. And so that just tells you that you can just get regular old straight line winds and they'll do just as much, if not more damage than a tornado. And sometimes in some cases more because it's more widespread. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, watching two by fours get punched through a wall. Um, we did retweet this on our page at weather podcast where you literally see these two by fours in people's living rooms. Yes. Punched yes. Walls, like next so. to mirrors on walls, like just come right on through. And I'm like, how scary is that? Not through a window, through a wall. Right, exactly. And through wall. a well-constructed wall. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a mobile home or something. It is like a house. Right. Brick. I think it was brick wall. I guess it could have been siding. I don't know, but it doesn't even matter. Like, it went through the wall of the home. It is insane. It is absolutely insane that this happens. And, again, the storm was impressive to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. It was impressive to see it form and then move through. A lot of people were talking about it. But, again, the fact that it happened during daylight hours and the video content that we got out of this from Iowa to Chicago to Lake Michigan and everywhere in between people that took video of it, was it was awesome. I'm not going to lie. It was awesome. Yes. Very incredible event and phenomenon and, and just long-lived. It really was, like you said, like an all-day thing before it finally just pooped out. Right. And, you know, again, we see these long spread stuff. It does, happens all the time. And, you know, it's an it's a phenomenon that I don't think a lot of people understand. I know a lot of research is now going into them because, mm-hmm. you know, it's everything that we know about thunderstorms. This doesn't really make a whole lot of sense in terms of, OK, we know you have complexes and we know these things generally interact with an upper level jet or some type of streaming or steering current. But these things just form and then they basically become their own line and they do what they want. Yeah. Well, and there's a plenty of times in a lot of areas in the country, specifically Oklahoma, where we get a squall line of storms that does go all the way from the Kansas border to the Texas border and move across the whole state. But it's just a squall line. Right. It's not, it doesn't turn into a derecho. And so it's like, what makes these types of things become more than just a squall line, you know? It's insane. It really is. And this is why we love weather because man, it is so, it's so entertaining, right? And we're never going to get the same thing twice. It's always going to be different. And that for me is just, man. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yeah, like you said, that's why we love it. That's why we're obsessed. And that's why we need to be medicated for our obsession. Uh, well, no, I don't think we need <laughs> to be medicated. That's going to, that's going to like tamper us down. True. You're right. You're right. So, hey, shout out to Emily Sutton. Storms may be skipping over the metro area. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're entering a cool down in the low 80s. That's what, really? That's what, oh, that's what she. That's what she just, that's what she just uh, said. Eh, it kind of looks like it's dying out. I'm not going to lie, Bonnie. Classic. It does that every time. It gets close to here and then it just like fizzles out, loses its steam. 
right? Uh, by the way, breaking news, breaking news coming out of the NBA bubble. Mike D'Antoni confirms that Russell Westbrook will miss game one versus Oklahoma City, as expected. Oh, snap. When is game one? I believe it's Monday, so tomorrow. All right. Well, yeah. Russ, good job. Shout out to Russ. Shout out to Russ. Yep, that's correct. Awesome. I, I, so no Russ and no Storms. So yes. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> to sum up the breaking news, no Russ, no Storms. And Tortoise in Oregon. Hashtag NW. I need a tag. Yeah. See, I'm live tweeting about Storms. That's the best. Beep. Yep. Beep. All right. Sent. So we've also had a crap ton of brush fires and other types of fires around here lately, just with being hot and dry, including one today uh, that was near a freeway. And they're like, hey, please avoid the area. It's putting out lots of smoke. <laughs> and everybody on the freeway was dead stopped. I'm like, yeah, might want to uh, might want to change how we're going to we're going to deal with this. Right. Might want to take an alternate route. Right. So. Uh, and a, apparently it started with a car that was trying to drive on the freeway and didn't know where they were going and drove into some hedges and <sighs> caught the hedges on fire. <laughs> wow. Yes. It, it's special people. Yeah, special people cause big disasters. <laughs> it's true. It is true. This is why we, Smokey the Bear said, only you can prevent forest fires. Well, only you can also prevent brush fires by figuring out where you're going to go and not driving into shrubbery. Right. Use your car on the road, not on the grass. Right. Speaking of, did you see the video? And I want to say it was out of Oklahoma. An Oklahoma State trooper, I believe, was chasing a guy down and like doing speeds of in excess of like 110 miles an hour. Finally catches up to the guy and the guy like wrecks his car. So the trooper pulls into the median between the freeway. But because he had been driving his car so hard, like it was super hot. And the engine was hot and you know, doing what engines do. Well, he parked in some long grass and all of a sudden caught the grass on fire and then wasn't able to get his patrol car out and they ended up losing the patrol car because that <gasps> also caught fire. Wow, I didn't see that. That was here? Yeah, oh I want to say God. I want to say that was in Oklahoma. I'm going to have to go find that. So it was an interesting wow. time regardless. So again, be careful, folks. If you're out and about, let's not play with fire. Let's not play yeah. with hot cars. Let's just, let's be smart and responsible. I understand it's hot out. It's dry out. Things dry out very quickly. Sparks can lead to fires. Fires lead to big problems. So let's please, 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 please be smart. Yes. Yes. And I'll just add another one to that. Don't run with scissors. Yes. Please do not run with scissors. That's, that's basic. We teach you that when you're two years old for a reason, because it's not smart. Yeah. Yeah. Also don't run with knives. Don't play with knives. Turn your pot handles on the stove to the side, not where they're hanging off, so that you don't bump it if you walk past it. Boom. We're just yep. really trying to save your life today. We are. Please do not cut the tags off your mattresses. <laughs> or you will go directly to jail. Yes. I've never really understood that whole thing. I've tried to research it, but whatever. Speaking yeah. of speaking of special. Okay. <laughs> Earlier this week I posted on Facebook. That I went and had to fact check something. Now, listen, uh, fact checkers annoy me for many reasons. Because nine times out of ten, these people actually don't know what they're talking about. But because they spend so much time online, they're a fact checker. 
So right. Okay. Somebody in California, and I had to fact check, fact check a portion of this based off a photo I saw. So we are all familiar with Wiley E. Coyote and the Roadrunner, right? Yes. Okay. Somebody in California, outside of Los Angeles, apparently painted a picture of a tunnel on a solid concrete wall. Okay. Oh my God. It, it, it was, I know where this is going. It, it was this cannot a, be true. Oh, it is. It, it it was on the side of this concrete wall, which held up a bridge. Oh. So some smart, some poor lady drove her car. It appeared to be at a very low speed into this wall. Oh my God. Because there was a picture of a tunnel. But like such a good picture that it looked yeah, like and, and, all the way. And, and I'm sure at night and if you were tired, it would totally, it would totally work. However, standing next to the tunnel was a picture of the cartoon Roadrunner. <laughs> Did it say meat? I'm, I'm, I'll get to that. <laughs> so here's where the fact check comes in. Obviously, I know coyotes and roadrunners live together in a desert environment. I've seen them. And I know coyotes live in western, you know, environments. I have them out here in Oregon. I've seen them walk down my street many a times. So my question to myself was, do coyotes really eat? hunt and eat roadrunners so that was my fact check so i type into google do coyotes eat roadrunners and sure enough pops up a fact check quote and it was amazing it says yes coyotes do in fact eat roadrunners they are not a mainstay of the coyotes diet however they have been known to hunt roadrunners they live in the same environment they coexist together however Roadrunners do not say meep, meep. <laughs> and the fact that they had to put that in this actual like statement about Roadrunners made oh me, God. I was like, I, I have to post this. I absolutely 100% have to post this. Oh, I am dead. And, I am deceased. Oh, and they're just like, it was in, you know, it was something that was put into the cartoon for Wiley E. Coyote. And I was like, I got you. Oh, I, that is so good. I'm glad that they cleared that up because right? our whole lives we've been like, what do we do with shampoo and do roadrunners really say meat, meat? Now we know. Right. Shampoo is for shampooing and roadrunners <laughs> do not say meat, meat. However, I'm very now disappointed that they don't because that would have been incredibly epic if they did. I know. Could you, could you imagine? Uh, let's just still pretend that they do say that. Let's just, you know, I'm, I'm totally fine. Dream. You know, I'm totally fine. I am totally fine with that. 100%. Yeah. It's free country. We can believe the birds say whatever they want. Are they a bird? Yeah. Roadrunners are birds and they do. Oh. They, and it did say that they can fly, but very short distances. They're kind of like chickens <laughs> where, where, you know, they can fly for a short period of time. I'm surprised there's not more Roadrunner jokes. Like, why did the Roadrunner run down the road? You know what I'm saying? Like, how come sure. there's not more of those? That's a really that's a really good question. I still have not figured out why we want to ultimately insult chickens. Like, why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Because it does what it wants. It's a free country. It can walk where it wants. I guess. Does it still have to wear a mask? How do we know that it walked? Maybe it did its little hoppity fly thing. You know, like you just said, it very, could fly very well could Very well could have. You know, we're making a lot of assumptions about this chicken, and we know nothing about this chicken. Right. We don't want to label the chicken. <laughs> right. That's Labels aren't nice. Labels lead to hurt feelings. Right. I might want to cook the chicken later. <laughs> I will probably get a chicken sandwich on the way to work today. 
That actually sounds so good. It's going to be good. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm really hungry. So no meep meep. meep. Bottom line, to sum up, no meep meep. Yeah, no meep meep. So anyways, but yes, also, if you see a picture of a tunnel on a concrete wall, please do not drive into it, assuming it is real. Yeah, like, you know, analyze the situation carefully right. before you just punch the gas. <laughs> It's like the people that drive their cars into like convenience stores or restaurants. And I meant to put it in reverse. And then I hammered, you know, the gas and sure enough, I drove into a building. Either that or they think it looks like a tunnel. Yeah, apparently so. Apparently so. (laughs) The van, unfortunately, did not fare well. Uh, Everybody inside was okay. But I I literally lost it. I will have to send you a photo of it because it is incredible. Not going to lie. Did the person who drew the tunnel get in trouble? I don't know who did. That's the thing. Like, and because oh. there is the picture of the roadrunner, I was like, well, you know, obviously you put it there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. That should have been your first sign. Hey, this isn't a real tunnel. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Again, late at night. Kind of dark. <laughs> Maybe they didn't watch cartoons growing up, so they don't know. It's very, very it's very, know. it's very, very possible. Very, very possible. <laughs> All right. Uh, we kind of went over your weather conditions for Oklahoma City, but give me an in-depth look. So today's still hot and humid. Was going to storm. Guess that's not happening now. Um, Coming up this week, a little bit of storm chances here and there. Nothing really crazy. Um, But it looks like we're going to get a small break from the heat and humidity. Still warm, but not as crazy. So we're looking at highs in the upper 80s, low 90s through the end of the week. So Which is not bad A little bit of a pattern change. Yeah, not bad. Well, like we said, out here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, the thermometer is about to drop finally. It has been uh, the last two days really, really hot. So we're going to go for 100 again today, and then temperatures drop down into the 90s and then the upper 80s for the foreseeable future. Slight chance of a shower, maybe as we go into the weekend before we get another ridge of high pressure in here to kind of dominate. But that's the story of what happens out here in the summer. Temperatures, you know, kind of waffle between the mid-80s and 90s, and occasionally we punch it up to 100. Hey, welcome to summertime in the U.S. Right? Every single time. Always, but we're almost done with summer. Yes. Got to move into fall. That'll be nice. Right. Uh, meteorological fall starts, what, in a month and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're getting there. We are getting there. I'm ready for it. However, if we don't have college football, which my conference is already canceled. Well, sorry, postponed, but it's really canceled. Um, we're going to see what happens. So now I've had a bunch of free Saturdays free up on my calendar, and I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, well, keep going out to the coast. Yeah, apparently so. I might have to. Yeah. Give me something I to do. I think that sounds lovely. You need to come visit Oregon so we can take you around to all the cool places. Yes, I want to. I, I want to see new things. I want to see mountains. What are mountains? They're amazing. We'll go stand on one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So you say that you stood on a, on a volcano. Oh, yes. Because that's epic. I want to do that. Bring hey, Courtney. I live on the edge. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. <laughs> bring Courtney. Okay. I totally will. Yeah. Road trip it. Or fly. Ooh. Whatever works. And then I'm coming back to see you in Oklahoma soon, so that's going to be awesome. Yes. Whoop, whoop. We're going to do B-squared, and that's going to be like, I'm going to be like staring at you, being like, hi, I'm Bobby in Oklahoma, and you're like, I'm Bonnie, and why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) And we are both in Oklahoma. Yes, we are. This is very strange. And then when you're here, it's like, I'm Bobby in Oregon, and you're like, I'm Bonnie, I'm also in Oregon. (laughs) What is happening? Right? It will be fantastic. I can't wait. Well, another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. We get off on tangents all the time on the show, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what you come for, though. Let's be real. Yeah, absolutely. We're being real on B Squared. 
Come for the weather, stay for the tangents. Yep. That's what it is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and remind people, what did we learn today? Shampoo is for shampooing. Roadrunners do not meet meat. There we go. There we go. That's our takeaway. <laughs> All right. Bonnie, I will talk to you next week. <laughs> All right. Bye.